Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. I'm Andy. Joining the phone, I have Todd. Hi, Todd. Hello, guys. I'm here. Ready to go. And no Vance this week, so we're going to jump right into this. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Fat AZ Musky Products. FatAZMusky.com is the website. If you're looking for stingers, I threw some up on the website. We've had a a pretty good run of stingers in the last year or so, and um, to kind of alleviate some of the the things that I've had, you know, responded to people's messages asking, "Do we have them? What colors? This and that." So I threw up a, I added them to the website real real quickly. Uh, depending on how the Musky Max show goes coming up here in like two weeks, um, that that's going to change. But so. Bait-wise, that's what I've got on the website. Other than that, rod holders, I should have everything there in stock, ready to go. Um, let's see. We're about wrapping up. Not quite done yet, but we're getting really close for the wholesale um, online retailers. Musky Tackle Online, Team Rhino Outdoors. So, uh, you know, keep an eye on their sites. Uh, I haven't shipped anything yet, so i got to get through the max. Then, um, other than that, not a whole lot of other news here on AZ front, so I'm going to let Todd talk. Yeah, let's talk about Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Check out our website. we got a lot of information on there. Uh, fishing in Pennsylvania here April and May, and then beautiful Chautauqua Lake uh, June 1 is the opening day. It's a Thursday this year. We're fishing up there from June through November. Uh, lots of open days for the summertime and fall yet, and uh, I got a you know quite a few open evenings. So get a hold of us if you know when you're coming up sooner rather than later, and we'll get out there and get you on some fish one way or the other. Uh, we'll be fishing with uh, Saint Croix rods. Big thanks to Saint Croix; they've been sponsoring me for many years now, and uh, I haven't placed my order yet for this year, but uh, always. Always nice to get a few new St. Croix. I pass on some of the used ones to some some other guys, and uh, that, that's what they want you to do. So we do that. Anybody interested in some some of those used trolling rods, I usually have a couple available every season. So uh, we'll also be fishing out of uh, Ranger Boats. Thanks to Ranger for sponsoring us. And uh, get our Rangers at Vic Sports Center. Vic's is over in Ken, Ohio. They deal ranger boats, triton boats, and smoker crafts. Uh, pretty nice selection last time I was over there. And uh, I know they had some that they were taking to the shows. And I think there's going to be a few on display down at the Muskie Max we'll be attending. But Fix does a good job of service. They got a nice big place there. And they move, they can get you in and, you know, get your appointment, get you in ready for springtime, get everything ready for this year's fishing. So uh, get a hold of Vix. You're in the market for a boat. Uh that's all for me, buddy. That's all for you. Uh, so yeah. let's let's talk about aqua traction real quick. So, you know, spring is, you know, I guess theoretically around the corner. I really don't know with, with how this weather has been. I know it's not been this way in all parts of the country, but it was in the middle 60s just like a day ago. So mm-hmm. um, typically we're buried under a whole bunch of snow. It's been... Uh, pretty forgiving around here but anyways what i'm getting at i I did have a like an end end game with with talking about the weather is um people are going to be digging out their boats a lot of lakes have you know lost their ice not that they really had that much and if you're looking for like a spring project you know air quotes spring late winter project or something and you're you're like i think i need a facelift or i definitely need to address my flooring issues be sure to check out aqua traction um, I mean, I can rattle off all the stuff I've been rattling off for years, but it is, it is really good stuff. Um, if you're looking to, you know, kind of like take it to the next level, this, this is a great product. Uh, check out Aqua Traction. I, we follow them on Instagram. They got really nice, really nice Instagram photos there. But, you know, in case you guys are just first time hearing about this, it is a foam flooring. Yes. There's other kinds on the market. But this is 100% cross-link polyethylene foam. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's a closed-cell foam. It's not going to absorb water. So it's going to shed the water, you know, like water off a duck's back. Well, yeah, that's kind of like what aqua traction is. It 
you maintain your grippiness on your feet when the stuff is wet. Um, I've heard some argue that it might actually be a little bit more grippy than, than dry. I don't know. My boat really doesn't get wet um, because I don't use it much. However, the times I have used it, I've noticed an increase in comfort just from the the little cushion effect that it has. It has, you know, with great styling, uh, pretty much as what your imagination can put together on how you want your boat to look. And I went with some really safe colors in my boat. I'm a safe kind of guy, but I've seen some that, you know, get some really wild greens and some some jet blacks and some really cool stuff. It's a two-tone foam, and they, they cut it on a CNC router-like machine that, that's going to put a bivol, and, and it's just really neat. So I guess the best thing that I'd say is check out Aqua Traction's uh, Instagram page, and you can kind of get a taste on what can be done. Uh, our local dealer here is AMF Marine. Uh, if you need an email, email Nick, N-I-C-K, at amfmarine.com, and... Uh, He'll walk you through the whole process. Great warranty, incredible stuff. So uh, with that, please check them out. Last but not least, coming up, we got one more show before the Muskie Max. Depending on how things go, I think it's at least worthwhile to mention how we've been scheduling these shows has been every other Thursday. That Thursday is going, the next show would be like right before we leave for the Muskie Max. We may or may not be able to get a show out just from packing and getting uh, getting all ready. Generally, Vance and I make the drive down together. I don't know. But anyways, there might be another show there might not be before the Muskie Max. With that said, this is like, it's kind of this weird spot right now because I can see crunch time is creeping up really quick, which is like next week for me to try to get everything done. And I'm going to say for the most part, I do have everything done or as much as I need to have done, but you still kind of try to do that push for those last colors. And I I know I want to get, I want to try a couple things. I, I played around with a new technique in theory. I have yet to be able to test it. So I want to try something new before the Muskie Max. Oh, geez, and I got some other stuff I have to do. So, yeah, I, I got a lot of work ahead of me now that I think more into it. <laughs> we we are going to be doing the uh, Chautauqua special Sunday. We have confirmed it is, it is with DKs. We are going to have two different patterns, and um, Dave has painted uh, both patterns for his already. And when I did that slight little freak out, I realized I haven't painted any of, of yeah. the matching patterns yet. But yeah. anyways, we're we're going to get that done. Uh, this this go around, we're going to be doing at least tentatively. I haven't started them yet. The Chautauqua special is going to have 10, 10 DKs of one color matched with 10 8-inch Raptors of another. And then he has another color that he did that I'm going to match up with 10 AZ Stingers as our Chautauqua special. So probably get more details as we get a little bit closer. We'll probably do a Facebook post when they're done. They are not done yet, at least on my end. But be on the lookout for that. We'll have 20 sets going into the Sunday of the Muskie Max. So um, if for whatever reason you don't know what the Muskie Max is, it is... It's basically our Super Bowl, at least here at AZ. We're talking, you know, Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania at Prince Scape Arena. Uh, I think the dates are 4th and 5th. I think that's the dates. I, you would think that I would know, but I just always know it as Saturday, Sunday, the first weekend in March. Yeah. First weekend. So, um, you know, with that, yeah. what's that time? It the, yeah, it is the 4th and the 5th. Yep. Okay, perfect. It's usually always around those dates, but Leah parties do a fantastic job of putting it on. They're always keeping the crowd engaged. You know, they've got, you know, various, various little things going on. They, they get on the mic and 50, 50 tickets and all this other stuff. They got a nice little spot for the kids. So you can, you know, bring the family. Um, uh, just in the last, since they started having it there, like that area has kind of blown up with development 
and uh, you know they've got hotels right there and restaurants, and it's a good time. You know, I I I really enjoy that show. It's it's not too far for me to get it, you know, for a drive, but it's enough that it feels like I'm getting away. So, um, just I don't know. I, I don't know how else to describe it other than you know you're gonna find some you know, higher end stuff. You're going to find some entry level stuff. If if you're looking to get Wiley's and you don't want to wait a year, this is a good place to get them. Dale usually has a whole boatload of them. So, you know, uh, Todd, he, Todd Lee, a party, he has, you know, a really big display of all of his stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's really good. I, I, I don't know what else, Todd, is there anything that you think I'm missing when it comes to that stuff? No. Nope. I mean, great, great show. Nice, nice location, ample parking, good place to eat right there. It's just a nice, uh, nice place to have a show. Yeah. It's not, not too far from the highway. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much we're, we're picking away at stuff and you know, I, I'm going to probably now having, I'm going to have to review some of the way I'm going to move forward. Because, like I said, I just freaked myself out. I got like a week left, and I just I got to get those that stuff done. So, anyways, be sure to check it out. Musky Max Plus. You can find it on Facebook. They are pretty active there. Um, yeah, big, big, big thanks. I hope to see everyone there that can make it. So, anyways, so Todd, what have you been up to? I've been up to sort of the same thing I think uh, Andy's been up to, other than Andy has a full-time job, and then he goes and plays with Bates. But, yeah. Plays is, making... plays is the key word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been uh, spending the last six weeks here pretty much in my garage. getting. I, I call it a lure throat. You know, there's enough dust and stuff. I wear a mask with some of these processes, but I always get a little stuffy this time of year. It's just my annual lore throat from dealing with all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, we got 160 baits here, picked them up today, and and uh, we're going to get those assembled, eye screws and uh, hooks on them, and back up to the main headquarters there in Edinburgh. Uh, that's what I've been working on, baits. Mm-hmm. Not too much. Not too much other than that going on. Lots of running around with the daughter with uh, cheering and all the kids, you know, all the basketball games and they make playoffs. So I've watched a lot of basketball games this year, seventh grade, eighth grade, high school games, girls games. Uh, but it's been fun. It's been fun. I'm going to tell you what, like my kids are breaking into that age that like the stuff that they're into and doing is like more adultish to where I'm realizing that, while it is easier, it involves a lot more time. A lot of time, yeah. So, it and I don't. I mean, it's it. They're. I mean, nothing against these other the, the other sports, but uh, you know, I don't know. I I grew up basketball player, and uh, I've enjoyed watching the games and get to know the kids how they play. You know, and and uh, uh, I, I I enjoy watching basketball up and down, up and down. I don't know. You go to those high school football games, and I'll tell you what they play for two or three minutes that whole day. Mm-hmm. That they, they really, I mean, you don't realize it till you go to what you know. It's a handoff. It's a run. It takes five seconds, and you stand around and wait for the next play. Sitting out in the <laughs> there's not a lot of action. I mean, it's, I love football. They don't play for more than a couple minutes, at least, you know. Well, so, yeah, so I guess to kind of add to that, you really don't realize how much downtime there is in football because anytime you watch a game on TV, they're filling it with a replay of it, commentary, other things, and like, oh, okay, play clock's down to six. They're getting back there. Yes. But when I, I remember, like, I've been to, you know, several high school games. I was never one to for, for, for all that sports stuff. But then I, I have gone to some D1 college games as mm-hmm. my, my, my brother-in-law played, you know, D1 ball. And we went to some of, like, the closer games. And I'm like, okay, that happened really quick. And I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, when are they going to show me this in a different angle? <laughs> and, and some of the stuff that's wild is, like, 
you get there and you're like, oh, how come this like the camera angle makes this field seem like it's a mile? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and there's a different in pers- the, the perspective of it. You're like, wow, I thought that this was like longer. You're like, oh, that was a deep pass. And I'm like, I want to think I could throw the ball that far. I might not, maybe not those situations, but I, you always think that they're like, oh, the gunslinger. And they're like, oh, they're throwing 50 yarders all the time. You're like, no, they're like the ball's in the air for like 15, 20, 25 yards. And that's a deep one. Yeah. And it, 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 it's really kind of different. I mean, I have largely, you know, in the last few years, just kind of stopped watching the games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. It's just. It's. It's kind of a weird thing when you when you predominantly watch a sport on TV and how well they keep you engaged. And then when you're there, you're like, oh, okay, this is it. <laughs> and you, yeah. you, you're just sitting through it. Yep. Well, and and you said the replays. You know, there are lots of times when something happens and someone's in the way. It's like I'd really like to see a replay of that. You know, and that. Mm-hmm entertained at home you know you're watching the view 45 seconds they're snapping again you sit high school games and it's like man there, there's a lot of downtime <laughs> there's just not a lot going on but, and, and uh, stuff happens so quick yeah yeah seconds mm-hmm. you know they, they, they hand it off the kids tackled within five seconds almost all the time you know <laughs> Right, or or like a pass play. Generally, when you're on those lower level games, it's an incomplete pass. Yeah, drop back. They throw it three seconds in the air. They either catch it or not, and then it's done again. So I'm I, I, so I've had fun. I've watched the. You know, we have some some really good teams at our little school here. Some some of the grades and girls teams real good. Some of the other guys. Not so good. A couple big injuries. So that's it, it, always a bummer at a small school. It's a very small school. My daughter's school is about 75 kids per grade. I don't even know how they can field all these teams. I mean, you think about that. 75 kids, half of them are girls, and they're fielding football teams, you know, and basketball teams. Now, a lot of it's the same kids. You get a lot of kids playing both ways, but, you know, a couple key injuries and it can really mess up the season. And, and, and that's what happened to the basketball team. You know, two kids sitting there with casts and, uh, uh, it changed their season. <laughs> we'll put it that way, but yep. That's what I've been up to. Yeah. I mean, I've been, uh, I've been seeing some fish photos popping up this, this yeah. warm weather where, you know, where the season's open all the time in PA, you know, that's, really? that's, that's, that's fun. I mean, this week I, Getting back to old man weather talk here, I was like, I'm going to, I want to try to get out of work early and try to go and, you know, spend an hour, you know, doing something that I used to do all the time and being an adult kind of ruins that and, uh, did not, did not actually get to go and do that. But that is, that is kind of neat. You know, you, you get outside and you're like, holy smokes, it's, it's, it feels fishy out and, uh, not many, well, feel bad for the ice fishermen this year at least in our area they uh they could spend more time casting than they could drilling mm-hmm. but very little of that went on here in western pennsylvania for sure this year <laughs> there were some brave souls that tried to push push the envelope and you know they may have got a a day or two there but no it's it's yeah. it's been early on there we had a early on there we had a couple days when it got real cold or like I'm, when I say early on December there. And then we had that one little snap here a couple of weeks ago where I saw some people out on, on, in some of the bays at my home lake here, Moraine state park, but it didn't last long. Cause a couple of days later it was open water. <laughs> yeah. It didn't, it didn't take long to go open water either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have got a day or two, but yeah, I'm not sure. Did, uh, so what did you what did you think of the New York show this year, Todd? Yeah, I didn't know. Did you? Did we, did we, I don't. Did I don't. We, I don't. I don't remember if we did one. I I didn't know if you guys. I missed last time. I was at a game and <laughs> and I saw you guys call, but I didn't know if you talked about it. Yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, second year for the show. They had it later last year. They had it in in uh, April. Uh, I was a little concerned for the weather, and actually, that's when we had. That was just two weeks ago. That's when we had the cold snap. 
it was like what one degree that morning friday friday morning friday came in like this really really cold snowy like snowiest day of the year yeah and it's like well this could really be a problem like friday to get up there and set up friday setup day yeah because i drove through took me a long time to get up there uh just you know, one one road open. Not that we got a ton of snow, but we haven't had that much. There's not there's not much salt and and material on the highway because they haven't had to put it down. So that always makes it a little. I think it makes it a little slicker than when they're out there putting that stuff down. And, and, and it's always it, it doesn't matter how prepared the state is to keep the roads. When you're in the middle of the blowing, dropping yeah. snow, you, you're still in the middle of it. You know, yes. give and them a half a day, they'll get everything done. But when it's single digits, it's not. I mean, <laughs> single digits and blowing, they can go right through, and it just blows right over. So yeah, that was a. So I mean, I think we got a little lucky there. It could have been. It could have been worse. That's the only thing about having a show. They moved it from April to February. The only thing about having a show like that in in, in Chautauqua County. I mean, it could be. Uh, which happens all the time up there. You know, they actually shut the highways down, uh, you know, till they can get them cleared. The, the main route getting in there, 86, they have... They have, like, they, train crossing, like, yeah. guards yep. that come down, and they're like, yeah, you're not getting on this we're, highway. Yeah, we're not using 86 till we get it cleaned. And and they do that, you know, <laughs> sometimes, often, throughout the winter. Uh, I've thought they even did it yet this year but that's the only that's the only thing that is uh uh, uh you know kind of a crapshoot of course they have these shows in chicago and wisconsin and minnesota all winter too so uh, i mean we know that that's uh i know that you know that's always when, when else you're gonna have them but uh yeah the weather was cold but th- th- there was a there was a nice turnout substantially um substantial amount of more people there this year than last i would say uh it's always a fun show for me. I mean, I've been guiding up there now, I think 17th is my going into year 17 or 18. So there's a lot of local people I've taken out and I run into some people I haven't seen in eight or 10 years, but they, they stop in and, you know, some of them say, Hey, we're going to go again this year. Cool. You know, uh, I, 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 I know a lot of the people up there because I basically live there for half a year. Of course I don't get out and socialize that much. I live in my boat, but, uh, at least in the area, and I've taken a lot of a lot of those people out. You know, it's always nice to uh, that, that. That's the show that I probably talk to more people that I fish with than any show that we go to. So that that always makes it a little, uh, you know, it, 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 you know, keeps you keeps you involved in conversation with guys. But yeah, I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. It was a nice show, nice place to have it, and. Made it in and out safely. Sold some baits. Sold some rod holders. Booked some trips. That's what shows are about. So it was all good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I was I was surprised. I, I I had expectations of it being um less than what it was, and um, mm-hmm. but you know what? That I guess that's a good way to be surprised. And uh, yeah, got to catch up with some some people, and you know it. it I'm I there were some balls that I dropped from from a packing standpoint that I'm glad the New York show was when it was and you know this isn't like a slight towards any of that what it ended up being why I liked having this show prior to the Muskie Max is ah oh, I'm like ah oh, crap I forgot this and being that as local, we were able to make some phone calls. I mean, I was ready to go down to a hardware store and, and buy some tools to take care of what I forgot. But the beauty of it is it's close enough for my house. I just come home at night. So then, oh, make sure next time, meaning yeah. the Muskie Max, you need to pack these. Because yeah. I I packed the rod holders different this year. I didn't have any assembled. I would assemble as needed. Saves a ton of space when you're trying to pack up a truck, not having completely assembled rod holders. Yeah, you have so many. I mean, <laughs> you know what, what what we do with the baits is what we do. You you take what you have, 
And if you run out of a color, you run out of a color. It, 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 it is always a bummer when I know it's like, okay, so I just put together, you know, I just assembled 15 walleyes and we took eight and we're out and somebody's asking for one. And I know where they're at. I can tell you exactly where they're at. (laughs) I know which peg they're on, but you don't, but you just can't, there has to be an end there. You have so many different pieces and parts to all these rod holders, whether they want a, uh, uh, you know, a rail adapter or, you know, the track, or they want a riser or they want a, you know, the extension bracket, or they want the tall one or, you know, and, you know, the different size bolts and, you know, (laughs) You do an incredible job. I mean, what, what, I think it was, was that last year when all the bolts were? Last year's Muskie Max. Yeah, yeah. And and you don't know. You just assume. You order. There they are. You get there. Open. I'm sure we talked about that. But that's a mistake. There's nothing you can do. And this isn't something you can just go down. Oh, we'll go to Lowe's and get these. No, you're not going to find one. It's a four-inch long stainless steel bolt. <laughs> well, yeah, so, yeah. So what Todd's talking about was. I had ordered the bolts that go through the rod holder that holds the downies to our bases. And, you know, it, if first off, a 5 18 thread, it's not as popular as a quarter or a 3 mm-hmm. Um The next thing is, is you want a stainless bolt. Okay, well, maybe Lowe's has some stainless 5 16th bolts. Okay, yeah. how about three and a half inches long? Yeah. Uh, it's starting to get a little harder. Oh, and by the way, I needed a button head. Yeah. No. You ain't going to have it. And when yes. I ordered, you know, we, we've talked about this once already, but I'm going to bring it up because when I ordered the box of 300, um, I didn't open it until we were at the Muskie Max only to come to find out. Now, it might have been open, but I didn't check. Like I, I loaded up my stuff with it and I brought the box just in case. They were all three inch bolts and three inch ain't long enough. It needed to yeah. be three and a half inch. Well, while in setup, we were able to get on the get on the phone, find find where there were some from from Fastenal, and they were able to drop ship them to Princecape Arena in time. You know, like an hour or two into the Muskie Max show on Saturday. So had I not caught that on Friday, we could have been in a dilly of a pickle on something that's like I got everything here but the absolute main component. Yeah. <laughs> the main hardware component yes exactly like and i I, mean, I wouldn't even feel comfortable saying hey take this <clears throat> because <clears throat> it's just like there were some things like if someone's like you know i kind of you know this or that i'm like listen take this you're gonna be fine i'm gonna get you a couple bolts or something like yeah. like it is fully functional as it is however you just need this little piece to complete everything and most people be oh okay hey by the way this is completely not functional for you Go ahead and take this. <laughs> take it in these two parts. We, we can't even assemble it, but here you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's always going to be stuff like that. The baits are the baits. You have what you have. You take what you feel you're going to use, and you go from there. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's real easy. Like, Todd, as, as you kind of started doing some of that packing for New York, and, you know, we we've talked about how many baits do we bring, it's real easy, you know, like we always say, we don't need to take 700 baits. It's real hard to get under 700 baits mm-hmm. when you have three sizes of swim baits, three sizes of raptors, plus the soft tail versions, the stingers, and then if you want to count the, the worm, yeah, you just look yeah. at you like, how is it we can't even, like, for us to do that, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, we've got like two of every color. Like, mm-hmm. that. that's it. It's It's... It's a tough one to to really try to try to predict what's going to go and not go. But um anyways, it's 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 always fun. Show season is uh you know, it's it's a it's a good time. It's stressful. Mm-hmm. And we're we're coming up we're coming up on kind of the end of it and before yeah. before before we know it, it's going to be daylight savings. It's going to be getting dark at seven seven thirty really quick in like three weeks. Yeah, yep. That's here, but it's here and gone for us. I mean, we only have a couple shows. I mean, I know Vance attends some little stuff, but I don't. You know, we usually don't take that much stuff. I do a couple little local shows, but uh, uh, it, it's here and gone r- r- rather quickly. And uh, 
then we go start getting ready to get back into uh, fishing mode, uh, which comes right after shows are over. Was it? It. it, it you kind of look back and you're like, man, deer season seems like it's way in the past, but it's not. No. And with the way time's been going anymore, I'm like, holy crap, I got deer season coming up. I better be prepping. Mm-hmm. And in this, it, I don't know. It, goes, it, just, it, it goes so fast. It goes a lot quicker as we get older. Like I'm already looking, I was like, geez, it's time to, it's time to get ready to, you know, start thinking turkey season here. And then when I go away and up there, I mean, I go up there, you know, once I move up to Chautauqua there in June, it's like, I got to get my license and tags. And the next thing you know, it's, Hey, it's archery again. Yeah. Leaves are starting to change color and it, it definitely. We're halfway, what, end of September, October. So, you know, Yeah, I mean, we're, we're seven months away from the beginning of archery here. You're almost halfway there. Even though we just, I mean, I just finished hunting here about a month ago. Uh, it it doesn't it doesn't take long. No, no. And the prep work, you know, you do so much prep work. Uh, yeah, I, I have become much more efficient with the prep work. Yeah. Yep, oh. be here before we know it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Generally, in the past, this has this has shot me in the foot really bad, but I'm gonna try it again. Where did it all go? I want to send you a picture, Todd. I know this doesn't help anybody that's listening, <laughs> but um, I want to show you something to get your reaction. I had this show up on trail camera today. Oh, and we always uh. While I'm waiting for that, we always get the uh, the odd. Uh, oh, <laughs> another one. That's a free one. So what like I sent a- Todd was, so I got my twelve o'clock update today, and I'm flipping through whatever the ten, twelve photos that came through, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! I've got like a legit pig, not like you know what they would call like a feral hog, <laughs> like a legit Wilbur. <laughs> pig yeah. running around what would have been the you know it still is the food plot but it's 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 the skeleton of what it once was but <laughs> i mean you had them there a couple years ago and they looked like four they they, they like look food. like our arkansas razorbacks yeah, they look like like the, television the, the mascot this one this was is, is white with black spots and <laughs> it looks like wilbur yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's harmless hey it's free game i mean i i didn't get I, I usually order a pig every spring i didn't get it yet let's go get them <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you what so this is kind of a thing i mean i know we're not really focused on any one thing on this show but so back when we had like those other other pigs and and mm-hmm. they these were more than just pigs that like I know it doesn't take long for a domestic pig to turn feral. Like you know, you, you hear all that stuff, but the, the yep. ones like three, four years ago or whatever it was, they had long, wiry hair, and yep. they kind of like st- were developing that crest between the shoulders. And I think largely they they were harmless to people, but they were big. I mean, we're t- mm-hmm. I'm thinking, and I hate guessing this stuff, but I would say that they were a solid two two fifty. Just because, like, when someone says they see a bear, they're always 400-pound bears. I'm going to say the ones a couple years ago were, and I don't know. I've never really, like, touched and grabbed a pig to know. I mean, they could be really dense in in weight. But these things were big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I I actually got in touch with with, uh, Game Warden. And I said, hey, you know, and, and, and... it just so happens that a guy that I work with, his neighbors with like a game warden, and he goes, "Hey, do you mm-hmm. want his number?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I call him. I said, "Hey, I've got this going on." He goes, "Are you sure they're pigs?" Like, you know, because yeah. it's not something around here. I'm like, "I'm going to text you these photos," mm-hmm. and uh, so I texted him the photo. He goes, "Yeah, those are pigs," and he's. I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I can't really find anything definitive on on what's going on with this." He's like, let me let me do some looking, and you know, I'll get back to you. You know, like he's like, obviously, we don't want them in the woods. So he wasn't sure either. He didn't give you right off the bat say, 
kill him. Not right off the bat, because in this area, you don't expect to get a pig call. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, so, mm-hmm. so there's some stuff here that, that I've kind of, as I've aged, I've, I've come to grips with a conservation officer. It's not up to him to interpret the law. It's to enforce the law, how yeah. it's, it's been told. So it's not like I'm going to make the rules and like this, there's probably a little bit of leeway, but their job is to enforce the laws. And if he's like, man, I'm going to do some looking. Before I before I give you my advice, yeah, yeah, I am going, you know, and you know, so he actually came up to work the following day, and he had this like little printout and stuff like that. He goes, "Listen, I don't really like what this says, but this is the law," and it was like in the state of Pennsylvania. So it's it, like it starts right off. It says there is no room in the Pennsylvania woods for feral swine. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, I'm liking where this is going. And they're like, and then it kind of go, like, however, you are not allowed to bait them. You are not allowed to hunt them at night. No use of, you know, any artificial light. You must wear 250 square inches of orange, no semi-automatic weapons, and you're not allowed to trap them. And I'm like, these have the same restrictions as whitetails. Yeah, but you yeah. come out and say that there's no place in the woods for them. But but you know, I mean, you you know <laughs> why they have to word it that way. If, if we started getting pigs like they have in the southern states, that those those rules would change quickly. But being being the fact that basically there there there's your even your warden or anybody else saying no, we do not have a population in the state. And the reason they have to do that is, hey, I saw a pig. I got, I'm putting corn out and going night hunting for this pig. You know, it, how it, do you, that they have to word it that way, where everybody could just be, yeah, I'm pig hunting all winter. It, <laughs> you know? Pretty, yeah, pretty, yeah, there's that. There's also some states will get ahead of the pig hunting. Okay, so. This is not an original thought by me, but th- I am I am regurgitating something that that had been talked about on other other media outlets saying there are some states that don't have feral hogs that have a no hog hunting season. It's illegal to hunt them all year long. And the okay. rationale behind that is if there's no legal season to have them, there's not going to be some guy kicking open the fence and saying We've got a hog problem. Let me charge outsiders four hundred bucks a day to come hunt them. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. incentive there to 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 do that. So, is this a way for them to not let it get out of control? Anyways, with that said, yeah. if I remember correctly, wink, wink. Yeah, he yeah. says he handed that to me. He goes, "I don't care what you do." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So. You know, that's, um, anyways, some time has passed. This is not the same pig's pig. No. Somebody's pig. That Th- just this is someone's go- pig. And I'm <laughs> like, because when I got the photo, it wasn't actually 12 noon when I got it because I, I hit a threshold for them to do like a photo dump. I got the photos at like 1020. And the one photo was like, was, uh, timed at like 956 and i'm like oh my gosh if i drop everything right now i can be yeah. out there in a half hour is this thing still going to be walking around this field is he eating in the field yeah <laughs> because if he's there i i can i know which way the wind's coming this this pig knows humans this is not like man is that dog wild or not no this pig Probably just got done eating the, the leftover scraps from someone's, you know, breakfast table. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I could get downwind and I could, there's no place for you in the woods. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, it's just the, the way my week's been going. I couldn't, I couldn't even break free to go chase a pig through the woods. But yeah, if, as long as we don't have snow, that pig is going to be easy to see. Oh, yeah. It looks like a fifty-five gallon white barrel. Yeah, I've I had I've had some people I showed that photo to. They're like, "That's a three or four hundred pound pig." I'm like, mm, 
I'm probably going to guess 80 pounds, but I'm probably wrong. It could yeah. be 150. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 hard. It's hard to judge that stuff. It's even hard to judge deer. Mm-hmm. On the cameras, for sure, even, you know, to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just like a deer's weight. How much is this deer weight? I don't know. It looks pretty big to me. Yeah, looks a lot bigger than the other ones. I, I know the 150-pound deer, if, you know, if you shoot like a 150-pound whatever deer and it still has its its guts in it, go bear hug that thing and pick it up and carry it. Yeah. It'll humble you real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Even like an 80-pound doe or something, if you like try to pick it up and like walk out of the woods with it, it don't go very well for long. <laughs> But anyways, so I had a little bit of pig excitement today. Nice. Yeah, but ah, other than that, I mean, I, I know we didn't talk much about, um, let's see, how much hunting did we cover of yours, Todd? I, I haven't talked hunting at all. I think I think Maybe. we talked about your daughter's crossbow hunt. Maybe we did. I. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even remember. Like I said, stuff yeah. is just mushing together. Yeah, we didn't get together to do the the. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you talked about. Yeah, my hunting was uh, was great. I had a lot of. I, I had fun this season. You've been doing a lot more out of your normal comfort zone stuff in the last couple of years. Like well, yeah. prior prior to that, it's like I I go buck hunting in Pennsylvania for the two weeks. And yeah. Now you've picked up some you know, crossbow yeah. time with your daughter and yeah. I mean, you yeah. do some out of state yeah. stuff occasionally, but anyways, I'll, I'll let you talk. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the crossbow was new, you know, a couple three years ago. Yeah. Only three years ago. My first year, my daughter wanted to hunt, shot one with a gun. She said, Hey, a lot of my friends hunt with, uh, uh, there, they go with a crossbow and they said, it's kind of nice. It's in the, you know, I said, okay, well, we're, we're buying a crossbow. <laughs> so I bought a crossbow. Andy helped me get it that up which took like three shots but uh yeah so the last two years that we've got out i've done i haven't done a lot myself but you know getting her out there and come home a little bit from fishing in october and early november there to to try to get her her buck and yeah she she passed a couple small bucks and shot a small buck but it was bigger than the other uh small ones (laughs) it's the biggest of the group it's the biggest of the group yeah yeah, and it was like a, it's hard, you know, just cheer practice every day after work and, or after, yeah, after work, after school. So it's limited time, you know, and she got a nice, a nice, pretty little four point, put a perfect shot on it. And we got that done and I did some hunting and uh, I didn't, I got out a couple times with a crossbow myself. Uh, did, did, did a New York hunt, which was fun. I know we haven't talked about that. I mean, so. We're seeing how mild the winter's been here in, in Western PA and Northwest PA, and even up in New York there around the lake. I mean, I hunt a, a game lands that's not far from from Chautauqua Lake. I hunted there for five or six years, and then I didn't go for a few years. Now I get back into the habit of going. And uh, yeah, so we woke up, or we, I got up there for the opening uh, opening day of rifle, where you know there was not that many people around. There was about two feet of snow. Highways were closed coming out of Buffalo. So all the neighboring camps and people we know, they own these properties all around where we hunt. And most of them didn't come because they couldn't get out of Buffalo. We were on the verge of it. I would say we had around two feet. But you went north into Buffalo and they had, I mean, how much was that, Andy? It was like a five-foot snow or something. They it got. was like, yeah, I mean, because I remember like the, the Bills game they were talking would be, Oh yeah, they they yeah, they, they, something, they, they moved it. It was they something like fifty eight inches in the stadium. It was it was around yeah. a five foot snow. Yeah, it was like a five foot snow. And so these guys, my my I have a friend that lives up there, you know, he was talking to me, he said, Oh, these guys aren't even coming. These guys aren't coming. There's gonna be nobody down there. I have about a point point nine mile track from where I park to get to the stand. Now, I'm the oldest guy. Well, I'm not the oldest one. The, the one guy's a little older. For some reason, I have the longest walk. These other guys have some nice little short walks, park and walk 50 yards, and they're in a tree. Mine is the longest, and uh, so I left plenty early. There was times when I would step over a log, get into the stand where it was up 
Of you know the way the way it blows around, I'd step and it would be up above my knees, up to my groin. I said, oh, this is wonderful, you know. And meanwhile, very, very, got very windy, uh, and we knew what Sunday was bringing. Sunday was going to be a wash, another foot of snow with like fifty mile an hour winds. So it's like we're not getting in any tree stands on Sunday. So. We went into Monday morning with very limited, uh, you know, we're like, man, I hope, <laughs> I hope somebody sees a deer, you know, I don't think they're going to be moving much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah, we ended up having a great season actually. Uh, I, you know, I shot a little Bach and everybody, I mean, we had six of six of seven got, uh, good box opening day. Uh, so we, we, we had, uh, we had a great season there a lot of uh pulling those deer out of the woods and stuff but it was it was a fun day didn't even go out on sunday and we had one other guy and then he got he got a buck on monday so we went seven for seven to camp which you know i doubt that'll ever happen again there's it's not like it's a huge uh population deer up there around around where we're hunting but yeah it was a great season great season i didn't get any luck in pennsylvania for box i got got quite a few does we got meat in the freezer and yeah that uh it was uh it was fun so a lot of bucks i had i had a great time hunting a lot of time in stand and a lot of bucks that i didn't shoot a lot of close bucks sitting there with a high pipe rifle when i could have like jumped on their back that's always neat when you're in your tree stands and you have you know mm-hmm. deer deer eight yards away <laughs> right bucks you know for me it's always fun uh, so I, I, I saw bucks almost every, I saw deer almost every time I went out during our couple week of gun season there and yeah, ended up getting to go out and got a, got a nice, nice little like management buck with some friends of mine have a lease out in, uh, Illinois where they shoot, they're only hunting like giants, but there are some that I, you know, they call them nuisances, you know, some of these big old deer are five, six, seven years old and, they don't have rack. These guys have a lot of money invested in those in those areas. I mean, it's 450, 500 miles from where they live, you know. And they run out there to do plots and this and that. They have a lot of a lot tied up into it, but they are hunting trophy trophy bucks, you know. Uh, They're going top shelf deer. Yes, you know that they want them to be five, six years old. They want to shoot these big mature deer, passing up like for me. Or even for Andy, the average guy, like giant three and four year old deer that, you know, uh, because they're younger and they want to get a big, but there's always some of these six and eight points that are big and, and, you know, wreaking havoc chasing these deer around. So I got the opportunity to do a little bit of that. We shot some does. I've been out there a couple of times. With and this is Still, late season. This is late season. This was in January. Uh, and uh, We go out to shoot some does take everything to cut them up and you know we, we we always you know shoot four four or five does and uh you know i gotta buy a license to do that obviously so i asked and they gave me permission they started sending me pictures of some bucks i could shoot and i'll be darned I, I i mean i really did get lucky that i saw this big six point uh that we were only we were out there for a few days you know and uh uh one 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 came by so that was i was thrilled got lots of deer meat make made lots of stuff sausages and we've been eat, eating venison pretty much exclusively so nice it was a fun 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 season yeah it's uh next year it's uh i don't know oh and i did i did that with my crossbow so that's the first buck that i've shot with a crossbow because i never really hunted with one you know I've got some by proxy you have my daughter has and I've got some does uh but I've that's the first time I ever shot a buck with a crossbow got some with a bow and arrow but you're talking about you know 20 30 20 years ago yeah yep yeah it's been a while <laughs> I haven't mm-hmm. bow hunted in, I haven't bow hunted in a long time because of the guiding yeah it... but my daughter gave me a good excuse to wrap it up a little early and get some time with her and she enjoys it. So, uh, makes me enjoy it too. 
Yeah, as it should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's an interesting dynamic when you have a managed property and you're only going for the top shelf. A mm-hmm. lot of the middle, lower middle to low end stuff largely gets passed. And it, oh, yeah. and you don't even really notice that until it becomes a problem. And now you have a problem of dominant attitude deer that just express a poor genetic of antler growth, but it has mm-hmm. no bearing on dominance. No. And that's right. now now what ends up happening, I know we've talked extensively about it, but you know, there might be some people not not knowing they get a little territorial towards the breeding season. And if you have a, a big giant racked three-year-old, but then you got a five, six-year-old that's been through the trenches and is fully mature skeleton wise, he's going to beat the crap out of that three-year-old antler size has nothing to do with how much spit and vinegar they got in them. Well, there goes your really good buck onto the neighbors where it's not going to get whooped on every time it comes across his paths with his other deer. Oh, and that's exactly what's happened. That's exactly what happens out there to those guys. You know, you get, they have numerous places that they lease, but there's little certain spots of like, man, every, and they got cameras everywhere. So they, they know what's going on in their property. Like, you know, the, 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 these good bucks that they want to shoot these 160 or 70 inch deer, uh, show up and I mean it's on camera you know here comes Mr. 120 inch eight point that they've been watching now he hasn't grown for three years but he's six or five six years old and he weighs 300 pounds and he's got a neck like a cow there he's he got is. one eye for the last five years field and then these these other deer weren't coming back I mean that was I had a couple real hit list deer one in particular that they were like you know that they were trying to get somebody to shoot it but these guys wouldn't shoot it because they're like i'm not wasting my tag on that deer you know now put it this way for me it'd be my it would have been my number two buck that i've ever shot i mean it it was a gigantic buck and 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 a big rack in pennsylvania andy would shoot it i would you know people would shoot it but this is a different thing when you got all this time invested but anyhow this deer got so this is the main hit list i have all these pictures they're watching them on these cameras. We're going to have you hunt here, here. Well, like right before we go, they have a, like a late muzzleloader season. The deer did get shot by one of the neighbors. However, it is on their property. Uh, like the pictures of, and you can see where they, they hit it back too far in the, with this muzzleloader. And after they found that out, the neighbors called and said, hey, can we go look for this deer? Oh, absolutely. Now, meanwhile, the neighbors live there. Our, my guys are in Pennsylvania hunting Illinois. So they got pictures of them looking for the deer and everything, but they got two or three pictures of this deer. And, you, and then once, once you know, you can see the tuft of fur. And it's like, yeah, you can see he's hit right there. And uh, that was like the main one I was supposed to be after. Mm-hmm. But he sort, of, he sort of disappeared. So long story short, it is a fun story, though. Uh, I'm on the stand my second more. We hunted to eat. I hunted one evening. We, we drove out there all day. I hunted in the evening. Uh, the first buck I see, I sent a message to my buddy uh, that, that I was hunting with. And I was like, big buck. And he's like, you're going to shoot him. And I was like, uh, I'm, I'm guarantee I'll guarantee you. This is one on the, uh, this is one of the pictures you sent me. Do not shoot this deer. <laughs> it's a beautiful big nine point. Now, I didn't have a shot at it. it. It stayed at about 70 or 80 yards, but I got to watch it. Beautiful big buck. Uh, anyhow, so I saw some other bucks that night, nothing that I uh, that, that was on my hit list, you know. Went to another spot first thing in the morning. Two deer come in a year and a half old, eight point, and then this other mature-looking six point. He just didn't have any points. He gave me a shot. I got him. Uh, he ran out of sight, obviously. My buddy comes to get me, and I, you know, I sent him a text. I just shot a buck. No kidding, how big? I said, it's a big six point, whatever. Uh, now I get out of my stand, and I'm walking down to the road to meet him, and I come across the carcass of this big eight point that was on the hit list that they wanted removed from the property that nobody would shoot, but the neighbors hit. I find him; he's dead. 
he's he's a skeleton. There's so many coyotes out there. I think they're skeleton within two days, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in so I, I mean, I grabbed the. I grabbed the rack and I'm, I'm like, it's old. I got him. And I was like, he's a little skinny. Uh, and, and, and he's like, holy crap, you got that. You know, so I, I found, I found that deer that, 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 that they were, um, you know, the joke of it being a little skinny was the fact that it was, it was a, it was picked it, clean. It was a head and a, and a backbone was all that was attached that I came walking up to Denny carrying. I was like, I already found him. <laughs> Yeah, so that was neat. I got that we, we, uh, we, you know, we got that we found him, so they know he's gone, and uh, the neighbors uh, did not. It was pretty far from where they shot him, uh, but it was him. You can tell by the rack. But yeah, it's it's neat out there. Different different world. Gigantic field with little tufts of woods, and you know, just loaded with deer. And if you let them grow, you get some. They get big. It can get really big, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Good. like, if, if if kind of like if you can kind of hop on the backside of someone's lease, being like, "Hey, if there's some deer that you just don't want around and you don't want to use your tag," mm-hmm. now, granted, you know, those are the times when you have you know Mister Big stand in front of you for a long time. You're like, "I'm not allowed to shoot you." Yeah, yeah. But you know, batting cleanup. Isn't that's only, yeah, yeah, that's the only thing you, you, you have to, I mean, if that's going to bother you too much, you can't do it, which, you know, if those guys are like, what if, the, you know, oh my God, what, what are you going to do if at 180 inch? I said, I'm going to sit there and watch it. I'm not going to shoot them. I've been friends with you guys for 30 years, 40 years since we were kids. I went to high school with these guys, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, if I can, I can't, I'll watch them. <laughs> I've seen lots of big bucks. Uh, when I had my gun in my hand, but I already had my tag filled, you know, and I had no, I had no, I never even dreamt of pulling up to shoot them. You know what I mean? Never tag. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, one of them things. It's like, if, Hey, do you want to hop on this lease? It's whatever X amount of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I'm content picking up your scraps. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you got to get out there during, you know, they, they're, they're making lots of trips and I can't do that with the guiding, you know, but I am able to go and, uh, you know, after Christmas. <laughs> uh, so it, it worked out really cool. Hopefully I get the opportunity to do that. You know, I think I, I really do think I got lucky. Those deer, uh, you know, there's only X amount on, on, there's only X amount of those hitless deer and, you know, I can't believe one came. Uh, you, you were going out more for a doe hunt with this would be a bonus attitude. Yes. And it gave me, cause I, yeah, cause you've got to buy a license and you can only get one doe tag with this license. And for a few hundred extra dollars and I could buy as many doe tags as I want. Plus I get a buck tag. I did go into it the first night. I had lots of shots at does, but I was like, I'm not doe hunting tonight. We just, you know, I've been up since four o'clock. <laughs> I'm not, you a doe at dark and uh uh but i did get a doe after but we, we, we got plenty of uh plenty of plenty of venison but that's part of it these farmers they lease these places and they're like you guys got to get some of these you know you have to take some does so they have to go shoot some of these does or these farmers will be like we're not going to give you the lease you know some of them guys are like i, I want to see them i want you to bring them in the back of your truck and show me okay here we shot eight does okay you know, <laughs> right? Because I mean, ultimately, that lease kind of makes it yours by legal definition, but you really don't own it. And there, you still kind of got a landlord. Yes. If you don't do what I say, you're gone. Because by there's the way, a have lit- fun. <laughs> yeah, this is in this is in the heartland of you know television. You know, whatever. I don't even remember Pike County. You know it's right in the heart of all the these golden tele- triangle. Yeah. And it's like, there, there's a list. They'll get somebody else in there. If, if that evening. Yeah. There, someone will pay them the money to lease it. And they're, but they're farmers, you know, they're like, I was, 
I went to the back and I saw 52 does in that field. You need to shoot some does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The unfortunate that, thing is I don't care. You're never going to keep up with yeah, it. I, yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. They're just going to keep. It sounds good. Yeah. And, and it makes you feel good when you're doing it. Yeah. But I remember like the last time we did the great big doe hunt and something like we shot like two bucks and like 11 doe off of dad's. And on the last day we were, we had the last, last day right after dark, you know, we had finished cleaning up the last doe on that hunt and we go, you know, from one field through the little section of woods and we hit the big field at dad's and you, yeah. and you just, the headlights of the buggy hit it and you're like, there's at least 16 oh. pairs of eyes looking at us right yeah, now. Ending there. Yes. And so if this farmer says there's 50 deer coming into that field, okay. So they, none of them look like they have racks. Maybe a couple of them are, are shit. Let, let's say out of those 50, you know, let's say 15 of them are actual male deer without antlers. I, I, button box, whatever. Yeah. Let, let, let's take it one step. Let's just say some shed. And then you do have to count in the button bucks so that like one third of all does statistically would be button bucks. So that's, yeah. so let's just say there's five shed bucks and 15 button bucks. So 20 yeah. of the 50 deer standing in that are field have penises. Yeah. Yes. Actually, are, are male. Okay. okay. So you have that many out there. Now if you got a healthy doe population. Half of those are adult females. So, Let's take there's 15 adults. Every one of those 15 is going to have two babies. Statistically, yeah. I mean, like, like was it? They're probably going to be dropping two fawns. Now, two yeah. fawns aren't always going to make it. They might have like a 1.5 to mm -hmm. one doe. But yeah, so come May, June, and, that 15 yeah. quickly makes. Now there's 45. There's 45, and you have the other, the rest of the deer are the fawns from last year. That some that are, are going to be dropping babies, too. They're all going to have a bait, at least one. So you're 15, you turn to 45, you put, so if you shoot, like you said, if you shoot 20 of the 50, there's going to be 50 again next year. Yeah, so, so yeah, if you, if you shot... <laughs> 20 does of the 30 that were left of that 50, that 10 would, would, yeah, you're right back to where you start, but you're not shooting 20 doe. No, but you're not shooting. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I mean, people like, oh my, you know, the thing is, is this is like, yeah, like when, when, when the doe hunting stuff was going like, oh yeah, I know we're going to get some, you're all cocky and stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you actually are like, what does six deer actually look like? I know I had six deer run by me in a group. But what does yeah. it actually look like on the ground? You're like, oh, a lot of things had to have lined because you don't have like six guns pointing out the window, all one, two, three, pull the trigger. Yeah. And, and they're all right there. It's like, boom, okay. I might see something in 10 seconds. I might not see anything the rest of the day now. Yeah. And now I got a deer to contend with. And you go mm -hmm. down and you do all that stuff and you're probably scaring deer that might be coming in. <laughs> and, and it's like, it is. It is something you just have to pick away at. Yeah, there might be times where, like, you got a whole slew of them coming in, and you you get a couple hunters, and you just like they perfectly go between all the stands. It's like boom, and they just keep running. Like, yeah. here, I'm gonna plug my ears. Boom, boom. And, all right, we peeled three off of this group of eight. Mm -hmm. That's still just oh, and, three and, deer. Yeah, and and with the amount of tags they give out, I mean, do that. Yes, they they absolutely can take. Uh, public land areas and uh, you know I don't know whittle them down it. hard or national forest yeah now there is major changes in some of those areas but you're hunting private land with other people around you that have private land I'm hunting, you know when you're out there I'm doing a lease it's a lot different you know I, I shoot like where I where I do most of my buck hunting, I don't, I very rarely shoot those there. There's just not many deer. I mean, it's, it's part of uh, McConnell's mill state park. And, uh, you know, those deer do get hit hard there, but you can go across the street where they don't allow hunting at the camp, the Salvation Army camp 
and w- driving in and out, I see 15 of them standing in the, standing in the beating the grass just in the yard. Uh, you know, these are within range of where I'm sitting with a high part rifle, but I can't shoot down there. But, you know, <laughs> so little by little, those ones wander over and, and uh, you know. It's it, it it it's fun. It's funny to listen to that stuff. You always learn stuff looking at or stuff. Well, I you know you, you the people think you're uh, they're they're teaching you something. Just sort of like what happens at the shows, Andy. Mm-hmm. You know, like your our rod holders just won't hold up. I I had that happen to me. I'm not. I, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I I try not to throw people under the bus, but yeah, I was told that our rod holders would not hold up to a certain style of fishing. Mm. Mm. My leaders have been told that a few times that it won't work. It'll come untwisted. I was like, all you can say is no, it won't. <laughs> That's the end of the story. Let's go M- move on. But yeah, no, yeah. I'm not throwing people under the bus, but it is odd stuff you hear. And to kind of wrap up that, this rod holder is not strong enough, mm-hmm. even with the aluminum clamshell. Mm-hmm. This person went on to tell me that they run a plastic rod holder for the exact same application. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that's usually the, that's when you smile and say, yeah. Well, all right, man. Have a good day. <laughs> Would you be willing to put $10,000 on that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll put down twenty if you put down ten. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I guess that's kind of getting everything caught up right there. Yeah, wraps up the hunting. All right, very good. So, uh, big thanks to Fat AZ Musky Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, Saint Croix Rods, Vix Marine, Ranger Boats. Aqua Traction and the Musky Max Plus. Please, please, if you're in the area, mark your calendars here in like a little over two weeks. Come down and see us. Uh, we're going to do the Chautauqua special. View everyone else's booth. It's a great time. So uh, for everyone out there, you know, spring is right around the corner. Uh, thanks for listening and good luck fishing. <laughs>